I think we got there in the end, guys. Looks like everything's live. In which case, welcome once again to the Toronto Beer Podcast. Oh, I don't like this at all. My Instagram camera looks like poop right now. Let me see if I can get my gorilla pod slightly. Well, it's crooked, but at least now it doesn't look like I'm getting that classic when you accidentally put your phone into, um, <laughs> can't even think straight right now. Reverse, you know, and you thought you were taking a picture of like your shoes, but it turned out you were taking a picture of your fat looking chin. I think we can all relate to that. Oh, and I've just noticed still wearing my bathrobe how embarrassing well not if you're listening to the podcast you had no idea i could have just kept them there are two people watching on youtube right now who are aware of it look it's got squid all over it no octopuses octopuses all over my uh, my bathrobe i just damn it accidentally yanked my headphone cable out what a mess guys what an absolute mess but here we are uh this episode not brought to you by meundies but i am wearing meundies i gotta tell you this is a pretty comfortable robe my uh, beloved uh, uh family bought this for me and it's it's comfy you might even say bro i'm comf anyway um yeah well, well one of the people on youtube pointed out octopi Octopussies, if you ask me. So, anyway, here we go. Uh, we're back for another week. I have something on my nose. We're looking live. This is disgusting. It's like a piece of dead skin. Don't worry, I got it. It's gone now. <laughs> this is some good podcasting uh, material. So, what everyone wants to have on their podcast is me describing things they can't see. So, let's continue with that tradition. Tonight, I got to tell you guys, I'm drinking another dark beer. Like a black beer. It's actually called a black lager. Schwarz beer, if you prefer. If you sprechen the Deutsch, uh, which I don't. But I can say that um, in a probably pretty poor accent. Uh, any German listeners out there want to confirm that? Say, Chris, even though you have a Dutch last name, your German is awful. Um, but anyway, that's what we're having tonight. Little known fact. Uh, you might not have heard of this if you're not in the beer um seen social media uh but we're uh, a friend of mine Stephen beaumont um and some others are working to try and make uh this thing called flagship february and it's if i recall the idea was a lot of you know come on guys you know who i'm talking to I'm talking to you you're out there you want your little lactose cloudy ipa and a little uh a little s'more, marshmallow, sour cherry, black Berliner Weiss. Your, your, what else? Oh, I saw a beer one time they put cheeseburgers in. Like 200 cheeseburgers right in the brew town. Can you believe that, eh? Not for me, no thank you. Anyway, the point of Flagship February was to recognize and acknowledge the fact that uh, most brewers make a flagship beer and it's actually generally pretty good and it generally gets overlooked because people are like, oh, what's new? What's cool? What's sour? What's funky? What's in the barrel? What's smoky? What's whatever? Stop, at least for the month of February. It's Flagship February. And as such, for the sake of the cameras... We've got a beautiful bottle 
of Cornerstone Black Lager from, I was going to say my friends at Black Lab Brewing, I'm sure the people at Black Lab Brewing are friendly and wonderful, but I must confess, if you recall, I mentioned in the first episode uh, of season four, uh, a lot of breweries have opened since I went on hiatus and Black Lab Brewing would be one of those. Actually, they might have been opening right around the end. I don't know. But anyway, um, despite the fact that in terms of my workplace, which is at Leslie and Commissioners, uh, Black Lab is um, 200 meters from where I work. I actually hadn't made it in because it's on Eastern and I ride my bike along the bike path, which is not on Eastern. But anyway, I made the uh, effort, went in there on my way home from work today, got this freshy, fresh, fresh. In fact, I was suggested to also grab, I, I got an alt beer, like a dry hopped alt beer. I'm excited about that. But also, um, it wasn't even on the board yet, but they just made a Kit Kat stout. Speaking of beers that have crazy things in them, uh, it was a stout and they put actual Kit Kats in it, which sounds delicious, if you ask me, um, after just bagging on crazy things in beer. I think Kit Kat in a beer is a pretty good idea if you ask me anyway i digress uh but i got the flagship they apparently have two beers that they would kind of identify as flagship and this bad boy right here which if you're listening at home i am showing to the cameras uh lovely labeling on this i really am a fan of that the black lab brewing uh, uh cornerstone pardon me i was reading it backwards on my screen and completely threw me looks fabulous five percent uh abv 20 ibu it's a 500 ml bottle. I love a 500 ml bottle, if I'm honest with you guys. Um, I just think it's a good volume. We haven't done this uh, yet this season. Got the old uh, old uh, metal bottle opener, because this is a bad boy. It's got a crown cap. Beautiful little black lab sitting like, who's a good boy on the uh, on the cap? So we'll pop that. You hear that? That's real foley, guys. That's the sound of me lining it up. Here we go. Ready? Hopefully it doesn't explode all over my lap while I'm on live Instagram and YouTube. Here we go. Oh, no. Beautiful. It's perfect. All right. Let's, uh, let's do a port now again. Instagram, I'm looking at you right now down the barrel. Gosh, I hope this glass is clean. I took it off the shelf a minute ago. It's probably not. This could be a disaster. Are we getting that? I wonder if I got that delightful glug, 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 glug. Uh, and the mic. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, what do we got here? So, Schwarzbier, black lager. I mean, it looks right because it's black. If you're listening at home, this beer is black. Got to make sure I have it on both my cameras here. Kind of behind my, putting it in front of my face uh, to get it on the camera. It's probably not a bad thing. A gentleman commented on Twitter that my podcast was back, and I appreciated the uh, exposure. Thank you, Dave. Uh, and he said, I have a voice for radio, and I said, and a face for one, too. Got to be careful with that joke, kids. It's an antique. Anyway, um, once again, I don't have a bright light, so we're going to have to do this um, maybe just with my screen. Uh, definitely the very bottom of my glass, I can see this is a brown beer that's very black, maybe a little crimson. Gosh, I wish I'd remembered to bring a flashlight um, because my light in my room is pretty dull. No, it's it's brown. It's definitely a nice dark brown uh, ranging to black beer. Now, if you're not familiar with the black lager, um, you would be forgiven if you took a sip of one and mistook it uh, for a stout or a porter. Um, there are differences and certainly, a, you know, a, a Cicerone or BGC 
BJCP person uh, should probably be able to tell the difference blind. Uh, at this point in my travels, I probably wouldn't because I haven't been drinking a lot of that type of beer, but uh, but I am about to try one. Um, obviously, roasty malts because it's black, um, a lot of dark, dark malts in it. They can have um, they can have a little smoky quality to them. It's not certainly not required, but it, uh, the nature of the malts is that they can impart some smoke. Um, the usual suspects: burnt sugar, um, you know, uh, um, charred stuff, charred malt. Oh gosh, Ugh, I hate doing this live. Anyway, I should make notes. Um, but the key with the black lager, obviously, is it's a lager, whereas stouts and porters. Um, generally are ales and uh if you uh, are are new to this game uh what you need to know here a different type of yeast um acts in a similar but slightly different way and um lager is actually the german verb meaning um to age uh to lager it which means that the beer after it had fermented gets um aged and part of what happens is um the the yeast continues working on a lot of the uh, byproducts from the brewing which uh impart taste so a classic english ale str uh, strain of yeast might give the taste of um we say tree fruit or like apples or pears you might get an apple quality out of um you know an english mild or or a, or a bitter um but uh a lager yeast when when allowed time to lager to age at a cool temperature a lot of those byproducts that give those tastes get broken back down so we talk about lagers as having a very clean taste you don't get much yeast characteristic from a lagered beer um but I mean, this is a beautiful example. When when you say lager to people, they generally think of like what I call a cold yellow beer, you know, like a North American style uh, lager or, um, you know, a European style one. But, you know, things think like Stella or Bud. Those are all what I would call cold yellow beers and, and they're lager beers. And for a lot of people, that's what they think of when they think of lager. But lager can run the, the gamut. And I actually mentioned earlier that stouts and porters are generally ales. Um, one of the exceptions there would be a Baltic porter, um, which is a very very specific style. It's not um, dissimilar from an imperial stout, uh, but a Baltic porter um, generally is made with a, a lagered yeast and, and gets a bit of time in the in the the fermenter to just chill out a bit. But anyway, I digress. I'm holding this beer in my hand, this flagship beer from my friends at Black Lab Brewing, and I haven't even nosed it yet. So let's get to that. We'll do uh, do a little bit more fully work here. Oh, that fully was my glasses hitting my microphone. I'm very sorry. Let me try that again. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Oh, sh I'm going to have to put an E on this episode now. Um, last try. Mm, no, but... <laughs> oh, so stupid. It smells delicious. It's... Uh, Mm, definitely burnt uh, burnt sugar very very charred malts uh, is the thing I get off the nose right out right out of the gate so let's have a sip mm. I like this sorry people watching at home I meant to trim my mustache today oh and you can see my nail polish isn't that nice uh I, and I didn't, so I'm getting a lot of head in my mustache, which sounds dirty. But we've already gotten E on this episode, so who the fuck cares? Anyway, uh, yeah. Mmm. Mmm. Okay, the thing I want to say right out of the gate about this beer. 
um, don't be scared by the the color, especially if you kind of tend to uh, think, oh, Stetson Porter, that's uh, that's too big and complex a beer for me. This has got a really nice roasted quality to it. A bit of charred malt, almost touching on like burnt toast, but that sounds unattractive. But in this context, it's not. It's that's that little bit of smoke I was talking about. But the body on this beer is just delightful. Mmm. It manages to be very creamy and smooth, but with very little weight, which is an unusual thing to say. Typically, when we talk about beers being having a good mouthfeel, we're talking, uh, you know, an oatmeal stout has a really good mouthfeel because that oatmeal really adds some body to the beer and it makes it velvety and the bubbles are so small and they're just drilling up and I touched my microphone again. I'm sorry. This has this incredibly smooth velvety feeling but the beer itself is still quite light bodied it's fabulous i really like this beer um good golly i like this beer mm. i'm regretting the amount of time i've not been going into black lab and buying this beer this is really good stuff again lager super clean finish it, it it just leaves a little whisper of sort of smoke and charred malt on my my tongue not pronouncedly bitter. And in fact, I mean, I think I said that it was 20 IBU is what the, the bottle said. That's what it says, um, which is the International Bittering Unit. It's a measurement of how bitter a beer is. Um, our IPAs, you know, 50, 60, maybe 70, 80 if it's a double. Um, so 20 is pretty low still, but it's got some hop uh, bitterness to it. But bitter malts or bitter <laughs> charred malts impart bitterness, bitterness as well. Sorry, live. This is live, guys. It happens, and I'm not editing out of the podcast, so just get used to it. We got an E, and I'm burping into the microphone. It happens. Uh, 20 IBU, not super high, but with the, the bitterness that the, the malts will impart, there is a kind of tannic, almost dryness to the finish, but it's not stringent. It's not biting at all. Um, it's just gently bitter. It's really nice. I, I, I hesitate to say this because it's not coffee-like. I'm not getting much coffee out of the, the malt on this personally. If you have, cool. I didn't. But it's got a quality light coffee of that. Just not bitingly bitter, but just a nice bitter finish to it. Um, but but in a gentle way. Uh, lovely, lovely beer. Uh, I would I would recommend this one any old time. I really like this beer a lot. Mm. So uh, what are we going to eat with it? Well, you know me. I'm going to tell you to eat some barbecue with it, but let's not do that. That's a little too, um, too obvious. And we've done that twice. Uh, I'm also not going to tell you to have this with dessert because to be honest with you, I don't think this, w it wouldn't be bad with dessert, but I don't think in, in the way that, um, the, the previous, the sweeties and cuties had such a chocolatey orangey quality to it. It was unavoidable. You know, you could obviously have this with, with something chocolatey and it would be lovely. Uh, but that's not where I'm going to tell you to go. In fact, here's what we're going to do with this, okay? We've got just a little bit of smoke. A very, relatively speaking, light body. It's not a very dense beer. Um, so uh, with that little bit of bitterness, it's almost a little refreshing um, on the finish. A and and certainly um, has a, the effect of being palate cleansing. So I've made this recommendation with a similar style beer before, but it was long enough ago. I don't feel bad redoing this. Um, what you're going to need to do, you're going to need to look up uh, an Indonesian dish if you eat beef. 
this one's for you. It's called Beef Rendang. I, I think the the general Canadian or Canadian, pardon me, <laughs> I'm such so self centered. Uh, English spelling uh, R E N D A N G. Beef Rendang. Um, this is this slow cooked beef like curry or like stew where you use pretty gnarly bits of beef but they just cook for so long it becomes almost like a pulled beef but in like a sauce and uh the sauce is generally um a bit spicy um but very rich and i think with and also because it cooks so long you actually end up getting a bit of char to it because it kind of cooks into the pot a little bit I think that would go really good with this because some of the smoky quality, that, that whisper of smoke would draw out some of the smoky quality in that beef. But then this very rich, fatty, really, um, sauce against this beer, which has a nice weight or not weight to it, but like creaminess to it, but like virtually no weight. Um, it would be a really interesting juxtaposition. I think it's the way to go. You heard it first here. Uh, for a cheese, I would almost want to go with a smoked cheese and try and pull more of the smoke out of the beer. Um, I, just off the top of my head, there's... Um, I can't remember what brand it is, but you get it at the... Um, at Loblaws, I saw it, probably at your Sobeys or whatever, too. Um, it's a UK cheese, and I've got a feeling it might be Scottish or Welsh. Comes in these pucks that are like wax coated and they do one that's a beechwood smoked. We had it a couple uh well a little bit a week ago now. Um really nice and, and the beechwood smoke not uh not aggressively smoked. So sharp aged cheddar with a just a nice kind of low smoky quality. And I think that would be I think I think that'd be a winner. But you know what I also say? You can eat any old cheese with with a beer and you're probably going to enjoy yourself. So don't be too, too worried about it. But do head over to um, to Black Lab Brewery. So they are on Eastern. I wonder if they have their address on the bottle. Yep. 818 Eastern Avenue. Just past the uh, the subway and the car wash. That's the subway sandwich shop, mind you, kids. There's no subway on Eastern because we don't have that kind of foresight as a city. But there is a subway sandwich shop. Um, you're also right across from the Loblaws, the north side of it. So uh, you can uh, you can check that out. Um, Black Lab, they have an, a lovely tap room. I didn't actually go right into the tap room, but I know that um, actually a place where I buy a lot of fly fishing supplies from um, Drift Outfitters do uh, fly tying events there. So they obviously have space and tables. I've seen the photos. Looks delightful. Um, yeah, they had it looked like all oh, six or eight beers available when I was in there tonight um, of a variety of types. Look really positive. I, like I said, I picked up the uh, alt beer as well as the Kit Kat. Uh, so I'm going to be stoked to try those out uh, in the next little while. But uh, yeah, head in. And, and of course, if the name didn't tip you off, Black Lab Brewing, they're a dog friendly place. So if you got a pooch and you want to take them, uh, take them in for a drink, they uh, they're totally cool with that. Much like our friends up at Left Field. So uh, get your dog, take them for a walk, head over to Black Lab especially for dogs at Black Lab, let's be honest, that'd be pretty wicked. Uh, and uh, yeah, get some of this into you. Beautiful beer, really, really good good stuff. I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of this now. Um, and very sorry it took me so long to get in there, Black Lab. But uh, cheers, and, and I appreciate that. Um, so I'm going to have another sip, and then we're going to talk about what's coming down the pipe. Mm. I mean, first off, should talk about the weekend past. Because it was a very, very important weekend, especially in the sporting world, of course. And I know you don't need me to tell you this. It was probably the biggest game of the year. Uh, 
Oh, my connection on, on YouTube's un unstable. Oh, it's stable again. I'm back. Don't worry, YouTube. We're still here. Anyway, I was saying, as you all know, it was Sunday. It was a pretty big day for sports because, of course, France and England played each other in the Six Nations and France throttled England. It was beautiful. Add to that uh, Wales's victory the day before with the bonus point for the uh, the tries. Uh, Wales top of the table. England looked like crap. And uh, it's not too often I cheer for the French team, but when they play England every day of the week, you'll hear me cheering. Allez le, allez le bleu. I think is what you say. Means um, something about blue and uh so yeah huge huge game on sunday i know you were probably all watching it um it's sunday morning and then probably had a good good early bed that night because of all the excitement uh, uh sunday morning certainly that was what i got up to but uh, <laughs> uh, remember six nations is on again uh this weekend coming up as i've mentioned before I think we show it down at Bommy Beach Club uh, in Toronto. You can look us up online. Easy to find on the socials or on the web. Um, come on down. It's 20 bucks to get in. Uh, proceeds of that go to our junior rugby program, which I coach and I'm very passionate about, which is why I'm talking about it on a podcast about beer. And uh, but yeah, great opportunity to go in. I was I was drinking some Radical Road beer. That's the name of the beer, beer. It's just their cold yellow beer. And I got to tell you guys, it's a pretty solid cold yellow beer. I uh, enjoyed a couple of those. Had a couple of Guinness too, because, you know, it's rugby. Actually, on Sunday, I didn't actually watch the France-England game. I was just getting the updates on my phone because I was in church. But I went uh, before church to help sell the tickets. And with about 15 minutes to go before I had to go to church, I decided, you know what a guy needs before going to church is a pint of Guinness. So I necked me a pint of Guinness and then headed out to church. Had a good old time. Oh, golly, this episode's getting long. I'm already over 20 minutes. Okay, what else is happening? I made a note. Ah, but it's on my phone! Okay, I'm gonna have to do this from memory. Okay. On February the 16th, Left Field Brewery, celebrating their 7th anniversary. Guys, happy 7th birthday. I remember... Well, I remember when you guys took over the space on Wagstaff, but more than that, I remember when Mark and I used to make a homebrew YouTube show, which you can look up. There's a couple of episodes called Brewmance, and uh, we uh, we would be making beer in his basement, and there was this chalkboard sign that said Left Field, and I thought, oh, isn't that a cute little name for his little homebrewing endeavor? But it turned out it was a lot more than a homebrewing endeavor, so... Uh, so proud of you guys and so amazed by the amazing things you guys are doing. So anyway, February, I think 16th, uh, from 11 till seven at the brewery on Wagstaff, easy to find, easy to look up online. Fan appreciation day. There's going to be beers and casks and prizes and giveaways. And there's like a food truck and I don't know what else, probably some really wicked cool stuff because if I've learned anything in seven years, it's left field throws a really, really fun party. So, I would highly, highly recommend getting down there. I would recommend getting down there early because their events tend to draw lineups. And I would suggest that you bring your dog because we were talking about that. And Leftfield loves dogs. Actually, maybe don't. There's going to be so many people. Unless your dog's huge, it's going to get stepped on. And if it's huge, it's taking up space and not drinking beer. Leave the dog at home. Make up to the dog by taking it to Black Lab Brewing later that day. How's that? February, I think, 16th, 11 till 7, 
left field brewery fan appreciation day you got to check that out and uh give them as much love and uh props as you can because they really deserve it really really good people uh we all always love left field obviously so we got that uh we got six nations uh i might be out guys I think I'm out. Uh, that's all I got in terms of events. So, uh, you know, not a lot to put on the calendar. You should be at both. I expect, you know, uh, the last episode was listened to um, by, I think, 70 odd people, which is amazing. Again, not really promoting the heck out of it yet. So it's great that that's happening. Um, I would expect to see all 70 of you at both events or I will be heartbroken. No, no, it's not really true. But anyway, uh Come to those. It'll be a good time. Check out Black Lab on Eastern. Lovely, lovely place. Great beer. Fantastic. Fantastic beer. Super happy to do that. Uh, check out the hashtag. Um, what was it? Flagship February. I think that's the hashtag. I don't know. You'll find it. It's not hard. Flagship February. It's an alliteration. It's beautiful. Um, and yeah, remember to support your local brewery, not just by purchasing their beer, but by supporting their flagship. That's what put them on the map, probably. Um and it's often overlooked and and they're generally very 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 good beers so get in there get a flagship oh look at this my phone's almost dead it's definitely time to go guys so i will be back this time next week monday uh, evening sometime after nine drinking something cool it'll be another flagship because it's february if you've got a suggestion you want to see a flagship uh throw it on my way hit me up on the socials or in person if you see me delivering the mail in your neighborhood or something like that and we'll see what we can do okay i think that's it guys until next time i want you to be safe out there take care of each other it's reminded in a movie my kids chose the other night when given the choice between being right and being nice, choose nice, be nice to each other, guys. It's a hard world out there and we're all walking a tough beat. Take care of each other. <laughs>